you're the one who inspired the title of this podcast called Humans Discussing Things, which I felt was just like <laughs> the best title ever. So here we are, Humans Discussing Things, Tuesday Talks. This Today we're talking about like mindfulness, which is always just like a way of life for us. But you had one very specific topic that you wanted to tackle today. Can you please introduce it? Because I'm actually really excited about this. Uh, yeah, uh, I was wanting, well, first, I just wanted to say about, like, the last episode, like, that, I was really dosed up about that, and so, like, emotionally rocked that, I mean, honestly, I just want to say, I, I think I labeled the emotion as happy, but the gratitude I felt towards you, I just want to say thank you for those deep Aww. sharing moments, oh. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Like I said, like you bring it out of me and like between you and Dr. You, like I've really, like I'm, I'm just thankful that like I've met you guys. You get what I'm saying? Like things, like I know like I'm the same person, but like something's different that I can't name and I can't put my heart on, but like it feels just amazing. You get what I'm saying? So I just like thank you, you know, for picking up the phone when I call and for like, you know, responding and like doing this with me, like to me, it's still just, it just rocks my mind that we're able to do this. And like my, my hope is that like other people just listen to the message and hear it. And like, it helps them because you know, it helps us too. And like, it's just fun. Like, this is fun for me. Like who else do I get to talk to about like some deep stuff that I'm just like, you know, every time we speak, I'm like, Oh, wow. I have to take a minute because I'm just like, yo, you just blew my mind. Like, this is crazy. But it's so I fun. feel it too. I feel it too. And I, I feel like we can't even describe, we kind of mentioned last time a bit about language. It's like, we can't even describe what we're getting. It's like that, that Carlos does things in like, you know, in, in a different way, the mind, body, and spirit or soul or I think ET calls it essence or inner being. Like, I don't even know how to start describing what we get even, you know? So I think it's funny that you just got to experience it. You can't yeah. really find the words. Exactly. And that's what it is. The human experience or mm. whatever it is. That's just being, you know, presence, awareness, all of that, all the good stuff. In oh. such an unconventional, <laughs> unique way. <laughs> absolutely and like that's the beauty of it right it's like here we are we can talk about what we're feeling but we're each like there's similarities but there's also differences because at the end of the day we're two different souls we're two different you know humans we're two different whatevers but like we're able to meet in like the middle ground and like with whoever else is listening or watching or whatever yeah. so that's awesome that our one unique perspective but without the illusion of separation really Ding. ding. <laughs> we need a bell. <laughs> no, I just like added it in for, for, for sport. That's fun. All right. So introduce yeah, us. Sorry. Okay. So about how about charity and what do you really get out of it? All right. So you have to tell me more though. Tell me more. Like one, okay, why so did you come up with this topic? And what, two, what inspires it? What inspires your um, drive for charity, for wa wanting to give to others? Is it particularly something you're going to get out of it well we all get something out of it that's kind of the trick right so mm -hmm. is it a self-serving thing is it an influential thing is it a religious thing you know I personally thought of it just 
I mean, we just thought of it because I was going to do my own version of charity. So what do I personally get out of it? Like, is it an ego boost for me or is it, uh, you know, am I seeing other people through my own broken eyes and, and wanting to build them up or am I seeing them, you know, as they are? So anyways, that's the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us about what, like, one, how did you even start with your charity and tell us what it is. Mm, okay. So that's, that's a, kind of two-pronged things. So I don't really have a charity. Uh, I actually looked at uh, E.T.'s idea on charity and I didn't actually find him saying anything. He just kind of has his own where he takes donations so that he can, you know, spread his, his word. So I haven't really started a charity. I just informally go with whoever's about or myself and just do that. But there were inspirations that I had, experiences that led me to it. So. Okay. I think that's a lot about it for me, my own experiences and um, yeah. And then just wanting to still be with that. Okay. So now like uh, you mentioned that with the winter jacket or winter, winter cold drive, is that kind of what it is? Yeah. Um, not so much a drive as I take my children's leftover coats and, and tidied them up. And that's the first time uh, we donated. We ended up having four coats between, you know, winter and spring jackets. So that was the first time we did it. And we thought, wow, that's great. What else can we do? So then we would just, you know, pick up a couple coats and go to areas that we know um, we can meet up with other people and give them out and just randomly do that. And I noticed most people think we're being religious about it because they say bless you and i don't necessarily say bless you but they say bless you to me and i think oh interesting <laughs> yeah. okay okay that's actually really cool and i'm honestly I like you a lot like i grew up catholic so when you say charity i immediately go to okay I'm going to sound like a complete jerk right now, but it's just like, it was something that was forced upon you, right? It's always how I grew up with it, especially as a kid, is that in, in high school, it's a requirement. You cannot graduate without it, without doing your charity. And I remember this specifically because it was literally what made me stay back because I had such a tough year in my last year of graduating um, in high school. I finally did my credits, completed all my credits, was ready, getting ready to go to my um, commencement, and then found out that I didn't actually graduate because I didn't complete my hours, which was, it was infuriating. I understood it, but it was also like, how I took it was like, I was struggling myself. I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, I don't have the resources to be giving it away, to be giving that stuff away. You get what I'm saying? I had to work, I had to survive, and then for them to, essentially hold me back right which means that I wouldn't be able to enter in my college my college program over something that I felt was so stupid it just it really pissed me off it was really such a negative experience looking back the funniest thing which is the craziest thing actually is that I actually did the work I just didn't have the paperwork for it and because I didn't have paperwork for it they didn't consider it which to me it just really messed up my mind how I saw charity so I remember looking, um, like, I don't know the Bible. I don't know it by heart. I'm not one of those people. Like I said, I was forced into religion. So you just like, <laughs> it goes in one ear and out the other. 
but I remember, um, I think it was Thomas Aquinas who basically said mm. like charity is love, right? Mm. And if you understand love as, you get what I'm saying, that love is just whatever is in your heart. Like truthfully, what, well, how I saw it was how, what feels good to you in your heart. And I didn't need somebody telling me that I had to go do something to give back, right? The funniest thing is that I used to, you know, I used to volunteer at a homeless shelter, right? When I was like a month away from becoming homeless myself. Mm-hmm. And it just was just like, oh, wow. Like I was doing that because at that time, like that's, it just felt good to me. You know what I'm saying? Creating all these things for like these kids to do who like, you know, like, yeah, you don't have a home, but who cares? Like we have each other and we can do something really great in this space. You get what I'm saying? And I'm here and like, I'm doing this because I love to do it. Nobody forced me to do it. And then like, I just didn't see the need, like it just to this day, it messed me up, but I really do connect with your energy. Like I didn't realize how much one I had and how much, how much need there is until I faced a lot myself. Does that make sense? Oh yes. That I really feel that for sure. (laughs) that's that is really powerful um I see I can imagine so I was also Catholic so I can really hear those (laughs) things that you're saying that's why I just like I felt that very deeply uh that's come up a lot for me lately also uh it's a wary obligation I find because you're wary of it you know when you're introduced it in such a way because I remember we would go and and you know we would sing at the retirement homes and and we would go to you know the local soup kitchen and help out and and we were required to learn those things but I got really excited about it personally because the conversations I had with people and realizing like you know their energy and just just so into it I was just so into it when I was really young and then I remember saying I want to open a soup kitchen this is exciting I want this to be my job and they said oh you're being so silly that's not a job you 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 need to ah you need to volunteer right and that and i'm like no no but this is what i want no you'll have to have a real a real job so i just remember how crushed i was kind of like how can it not be a job i could spend you know 24 7 i've always made it somehow my life because of that so although i find um you may be introduced to it through an obligation sometimes what you get from it you know you get the seed planted i think um And I understand with the community service, they want to um, make good members of society and it, and it can in most cases. So there are a lot of kids that struggle with that. I think it's interesting. My daughter um, switched schools and they lost her hours. So she had to redo them really quickly in the last year and felt kind of like put upon because she does her own, you know, uh, charity as well that, that she chooses um, she does uh, raise money for um, reptile shelters. Both my daughters do that um, because they don't get a lot of government funding, but that doesn't count because you're raising money. So she had to find yet again, something else like, you know, outside of her sphere that was acceptable, you know? So I understand it, but then at some point they have to see that, you know, for people to be giving of themselves and to be a good member of society, you wanna make sure you're good first. So you're not full up hundred percent what do you have to give so there should be some program for children like that like can we go inwards and see what this child needs maybe we can reach out to them instead of denying them you know something like i shouldn't maybe necessarily be about denying them then at that point it seems like contrary to their message 
in a way. Yeah, it was it it was just weird because, like you said, listen, I I love when you actually step back. I actually love the message, right? Charity is being of service. At the end of the day, like I know, listen, I, I'm not the richest person in the world, but I am a rich person. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And being of service to somebody who needs you in any capacity feels amazing for the person who's actually helping. You get what I'm saying? It's never just a one-way street. Like you may be helping somebody, but they're also giving you something back. Right. And there's beauty in that. How it was introduced to me is like, okay, you're forced to do this one thing. Nobody's really checking up to see, okay, what exactly is the needs of the person who's doing it? They just assume. And that created a lot of contention in me. Um, But like I said, the weirdest thing is like, I was doing all that stuff beforehand. I didn't need a piece of paper. You know, people say it all the time with marriage. Like, no, if you're like, you know, you're my wife, you're my husband. It's like, I don't need a piece of paper to tell me that I'm married to you. Like Mm. that to me is just ridiculous. Right. So I, here I was doing charity without calling it charity. And then, you know, being essentially. And there's the words again, the label. The words again, the label of that is what gave it some suffering. Oh my gosh. Mm. Shahadra. <laughs> Thank you. No, for, like, that, that's what it was. You get what I'm saying? And here again is the language and not because I was so young, not having the awareness around it. Oh, yeah. And not having the language to express that. Yeah. Right? If charity is love, how like there is no what is the definition? right? Yeah. That's when you true. think about it. And then I, I relate to your story about uh, the homeless shelter, because um, as a child, I had spent, um, you know, a while uh, in uh, different living situations. So um, you shelters, and uh, I had spent some time on the streets. And, um, you know, some experiences with that. Uh, so this is where I get a little emotional because I actually feel um, very overwhelmed with emotion of just love and compassion of the majority of my experiences. Um, of course, there were some uh, learning experiences that I wouldn't have um, been who I am without. Um, also, though, really the love and compassion that I felt that I mean, of course, I want to go back out there and feel that again and, and share with people and give my time. You know, some people, they can't give their time and they can only give money. And that's great too, because it's a tool. Money is a perfect tool and that makes them feel great too. So I could, I could never even judge any way that people go about it. For me, it's my time because I, I really enjoy the experience and the connectivity. So fair enough. It's, there's different, I guess, because we're all individuals, there's different ways that we each do charity every single day, right? Like, you know, a mother who is, you know, who's, we'll take Halloween, for example, the mother who is sewing their child, you know, a Halloween costume, because it's something that you can't just go pick up at a Walmart. Like, is that not charity in the sense? You get what I'm saying? That's love. That's doing something for somebody that's outside of yourself. That's providing a service. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your child. But so what? You don't think that that lesson that you just like, you just gave your child something. They're going to take that and they're going to go do something else special for somebody. Like, I never, I'll never forget this. My aunt, who um, was like a huge long-term, she works in long-term care. And um, I always have this assumption, especially in our community, nurses are rich like 
I'm going to say this, like, it, like growing up, if your mom was, if you were a black woman and you were a nurse, the automatic assumption is that you're rich, right? <laughs> My aunt had this friend who I knew was a nurse because they were like, you know, they all kind of run together. And she was going through like a really bad divorce to the fact that my aunt's like, oh, you know, I guess she went over and she had two kids at this point. And one of the girl, the girl was my age. And she was just like, she went over to visit her. She's like, she comes back into the car and she's like, okay, we're going to go grocery shopping. And I was like confused. So I'm like, we just got a whole bunch of stuff. Right. And I love going grocery shopping with my aunt because she was my rich auntie. So I would get <laughs> everything. You get what I'm saying? Everything that I didn't have at home, we would get. So I was just like, weird, we're going grocery shopping again. And then she's like, oh, you know, pick up the snacks that you think so-and-so, the girl's name would be us. Be like, oh, okay, are we grocery shopping for somebody else? Like, she has a car. Like, it was just weirded out to me. And then so I noticed, she's like, oh, can you help me bring in the stuff? So we grab all this cool stuff, like all this stuff that anybody would want. And then we bring the bags into her. And then she's like, oh, you know, help me. I'm like, okay. Um, so I helped her put them away. And then you kind of notice, like, okay, the for what I thought for somebody who was rich, I didn't expect an empty fridge. I didn't expect empty drugs. So here I am, my aunt's taking me and we're shopping for somebody and we're putting, you know, these things in the house. And like, I remember like the woman kind of just like, you know, talking to my aunt and like hugging me and stuff. And I was just like, just like, huh? You get what I'm saying? It felt good. Cause I was like, oh, I remember I got her like gushers and like Dunkaroos. And I was like, oh, she's going to be flexing when she gets that to school. <laughs> and then when we finally got into the car, I was just like, auntie, like, what was that about? And she's just like, you know what? Sometimes life, life is like that sometimes, you know? And I knew that if she needed something, I got her and, you know, I went to get all, she, she offered me some water. You get what I'm saying? That was all that she had. So I know that I have it and you know that we have it so we can provide it for somebody else. Why not? Mm. And I was just like, whoa, like it just blew my mind that like one, like one, you couldn't, you can't judge somebody's situation off of a job. That makes zero sense. <laughs> Two, you can actually step outside yourself and do something nice for somebody else and fill somebody else's fridge. At the end of the day, you don't even have to say thank you. That was something that she did from her heart. And like, it's the weirdest thing. Cause like now it's like that small moment. I see myself doing stuff like that all throughout the day. Like I don't have to wait. Like if I see a need, I'm going to fill it, especially if I have the capacity to do it. And like that to me is, I guess what, you know, the Catholic <laughs> institution was trying to instill at me. So here I am saying like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Like mm -hmm. nobody tells me what to do, you yeah, know? Yeah, you throw up some yeah, resistance because yeah, so. they're pushing. <laughs> and that's the thing. But like you said, they're trying to plant the seed. Mm. Who would I have picked up if I didn't, you know? If they didn't, maybe not. Because tr truth be told, know. I know a lot of people who just fake those notes and fake those notices, like, mm. you know, charity, why? And like, I remember being like, yo, like, really? I could have just faked this note and gotten my graduation and been on with my life. And here I am, stupid and like stupid enough not to, yeah, to put myself in this situation. But it's just like, think about everything that they lost. Yeah, that's the thing. We we they got exactly what they needed in that moment, though. That was their their lessons come right. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, it's like you run into these people later on, and you're just like, wow, don't give up the opportunity because, like I said, you get way more out of it than you put into it, even if it's money. You know, even if it's time, even if it's energy, 
Yeah, that energy is a big part of that. You get what you give. I mean, I, I random acts of kindness around me all the time. Everywhere I go, I, I see it. I'm part of it. I feel it. I, you know, that that's because you get what you give. And it's just that simple with energy. It's, it's you know, scientific, <laughs> you know, you put that energy out, it flows from you, you're going to see it all around, you're going to get that people are always saying, Oh, don't you see all this negative stuff that's coming around you? And I'm like, I see it when you bring it up. <laughs> but it's also like, hey, regardless of what is negative in the world, there's 10 times the amount of good just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there right mm -hmm. it's like not every act of kindness is going to be blasted to the world true right very true so does you it hope you plant more seeds <laughs> i truthfully i don't know i think there's a part of me that i think people do on a, i think people generally like the human beings are generally good people right mm -hmm. i don't I th there's very few people in the world who literally just don't want to like you get what i'm saying who want to take up as much as possible and like see suffering and not want to do anything about it there's very very few people who are actually like that oh yeah and, i feel that us as a society like no one person has everything at every moment right like we really depend on each other and it's these little kindnesses that keep us human mm -hmm. you know they keep us level out level-headed they keep us grounded and like that's beautiful you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine it's kind of like ridiculous thinking like, wow, like even me thinking about it now, like how much times has kindness saved me in ways that I, I maybe haven't even noticed. You get what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. that, like, you get what I'm saying? Like we are the beneficiaries of that, of kindness. And we don't even know. Absolutely. So that's, yeah. Charity, 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 charity. <laughs> And people are always inspiring me too. Like, I mean, I see it everywhere, just in inspiring acts. And, and I feel the same way you do that people, I mean, we're inherently each other, you know, we're inherently the same. And, like you know, when we just look at each other, you know, from my inner being to yours, <laughs> then, yeah, then you just, that's what you feel. That's what I see with people. I mean, sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll say, especially with a child, when you judge by age and you say, oh, well, that child's just done. They're no good. And I think I'd laugh because I mean, you don't do that on the vine. You don't say, oh, well, I just assume this, this isn't going to grow and just pull it off. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, like, like give the child the chance. I just think it's so interesting, you know, to see that I, I feel the way you do that. It's uh, we, we need somebody to join the conversation with the a view that <laughs> sees it the opposite because we both see lead with the loving kindness, you know. But like I said, you were saying how sometimes charity could become like kind of like this ego driven thing, right? And like, I guess, is it fair to say that ego is the opposite of mindfulness? Hmm, I think possibly. I mean, I'm sure you, you might want to elaborate on that because I see ego as like your sense of self, right? And how much you identify with something. So right. your ego has a place, like it'll keep you safe. You'll be like, oh, you know, I, I know not to swim farther than, than I can just because I, you know, want to, my body can't handle, okay, so I'm gonna pull back. Like, right, you can, 
I think it has its place for survival and you know, ego isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's always labeled as a bad thing. Oh, you have too much ego. I think ego can just be a bit blinding maybe. Okay. Um, so when I say I'm speaking of like Kanye West ego. I don't know if you get that reference. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. So I'm talking mm-hmm. about the ego that, you know, when you hear somebody like, when you hear like, you know, one of these big billionaires say, oh, they're going to give, you know, half their fortune to charity when they die. And you're just like, how much of that is actually from the heart? Because if that $45 billion that you have, that you're going to wait until you die to give, why don't you just give it to people right now and make the difference while you're alive? Mm. So you kind of feel like, okay, that's clearly like an ego boost. That's something to put your name out there. That's something, you know, like a lot of the times um, people are like, oh, you know, they're doing that for the tax write-off, right? You, I, I remember seeing it too when you work in fundraising and it's just like, oh, okay, what's the tax write-off on that? Okay, I'll give this amount because I know I can get this. This portion is going to be used as a tax write-off. And you're just like, oh, wow. I didn't even understand the business of charity because that's essentially what- mm, The business of charity. Right? And so that's, where I, what, that's the context I'm speaking of with ego. You're saying mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. maybe, you know, 45 billion, somebody could use it after somebody. Right? That's what I see it, yeah. But I mean, if it's done in the wrong, is there a wrong way? Like, I don't know. I think you get what you give. So he gets whatever energy from that that he's generated, and other people get money. So that's how I would see it. (laughs) Whoa, that I love how simple that is. I love how simple that is. But, hmm. Like the low person in me is just like, yo, that guy is a <laughs> jerk. Like, why? Like, do it now. Like, you see it. I'll, I'll use, you know, even like politics. You get what I'm saying? Where they're like, okay, this amount of money is for this charity. And then you really run the numbers and you're just like, wait. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> charity, like, they're under, you know, there's always some huge scam associated with these big charities. And you're just like, okay what exactly is going on who is really getting who's really well, like who's really benefiting from this and is yeah. it being stolen from the people who actually need it that's true that that energy is out there as well i mean they're you know the self-serving way but then that's the same thing then they'll they get found out we all find out look what happens it becomes old thing i just choose where i put my energy so if i don't feel that i put trust I gain trust, right, um, into a certain charity, I, I do my own thing, you know, I, I, I start the pain for the person's Tim Hortons behind me, or I, you know, make sandwiches and, and hand them out to everybody on the street, not discerning, just handing out sandwiches for fun, which now is not as COVID aware, so. <laughs> That's not COVID <laughs> Right? <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I make my choices where I flow my energy and I think they'll get what they give in time. So, so but I mean, a- again, I, I think, but the, but the message, if you, if you look at these colorful posters and the messages and the bright things that they put up, I think the message gets out there though, regardless. Okay. So it's like, you know what, charity is doing what you can in, you know, in a fashion that you trust. It doesn't, charity doesn't have to be some huge corporation, you know, conquering some huge, you know, like it, it doesn't have to be some huge big thing. 
charity could be the simple moments. Charity could be something as simple as, you know, handing out sandwiches or giving your jacket to somebody who, who you see needs it. And that's okay. That's just as powerful as everything else. And like you said, the energy from an exchange like that is sometimes even more powerful than the act itself. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that just sparked a memory of what uh, Dr. Yu said. He he has traveled um, the world, you know, spreading his healing. And then he realized like the time that it was taking up that he could do just as much good close to home. And I found that really powerful <laughs> when he said that to me. I was like, wow, even, you know, a doctor, a doctor could go anywhere and do this. And he chooses to be right here with us. So well, what a blessing that has been. Right? <laughs> Gratitude. <laughs> See, and that's power. That That's really powerful. Because there is no, you know, there is no end to it. Like now with the internet, right? Um, he learned mindfulness, like John Kabat-Zinn, all that stuff is available mm. on the internet. That can help anybody who can access that information. Like that's not, you know, anybody with the internet can access that information. And that's a huge act of charity. And that's yeah. something that, you know, he's yeah. just like, hey, this is what I can do. This is what I, this is what I will do. You know, send that information out into the world, send that positive energy, that loving openness into the world and see what comes back. And oh, like yeah. that creates a tsunami of like, you know, good energy and us all kind of just going forth. That is true. There's like, it's like 23 minutes or something on YouTube, the John Kabat-Zinn nine um, attitudes of mindfulness or something. And I think like, that's the coal notes of life. We, we would only have to show that and you're good. <laughs> seriously, seriously. So let, let me ask you this. What are your favorite ways? I know you mentioned the, I call it a code drive just because I remember hearing that in school. <laughs> what are like some of your, I don't know if you want to talk about your favorite charities or your favorite acts of charity. Yeah. Uh, I, get inspired in the moment that's my favorite um so uh, one time my daughter reina who we've met um was at the store and she was buying shrimp so not something that was a necessary thing it was something she was making a special meal for just herself and the debit card was not working so the person behind her paid for it for her just a random act of, of and she was so inspired by that then we do that once in a while we just randomly pay for somebody's somebody's groceries and just walk away. Or um, one time when uh, we first had Raina and we were struggling to, to buy diapers and uh, somebody had handed me a coupon and said, listen, I'm not struggling, here you go, <laughs> I guess. So now if I'm in a store and we see a young couple buying diapers, we say, listen, we're buying the diapers and we always just pay for the diapers for them and say, now you can put your money towards other things. So really just in the moment things that we kind of build upon in our daily lives, uh, not a charity I could really put a name to uh, gotcha. like that. No, that's amazing. And diapers are crazy expensive. I don't know. <laughs> what who came up with this concept that is i'm sorry like you know i have my nephew and the amount of money i'll say i can't even say invested thrown right. out <laughs> it's a piece of you know fabric that some a, a baby craps in <laughs> yeah and have you tried washing the cloth ones i mean no thank you they never come clean ever <laughs> crazy amounts of money so i know that that is a blessing for real actually it's funny how you even said that i remember um 
returning something to Amazon and speaking to the lady because it was just like off and she's just like you know what I'm gonna I'm like oh I'm like oh she was offering a credit I was like oh cool I'm like oh that's perfect I could just put it towards diapers and she's like I'm gonna give you five dollars extra just because diapers are expensive I was oh like oh my gosh I love that <laughs> that's right. like right I didn't she didn't have to do that it was just crazy because yeah. it's like that's what I was thinking about in that moment. Like, okay, I'm gonna get this money. It's gonna go right back into diapers. I was so happy to hear that. I used to five dollars is a funny synchronicity because that used to be my thing uh, to leave like when I first started. So I didn't have much to give. I, I would always make sure I gave five dollars, and I would buy my box of diapers and then stick it under the next box of diapers so that when somebody would lift the box there'd be five dollars towards it that was my way of like moving the coupon energy forward <laughs> that's, a, that's one that's creative. that's creative i don't think i would have thought of that but that's amazing and you just thought like you know what hey let me just let me just make somebody else's life a little bit easier because i've been there yeah that's it that's experience, right? We come back all around to it that we, I think we get um, our charity through our experiences. So that'd be my answer. <laughs> oh, that's, oh my gosh, that's, that hits hard because that's one of the, the two biggest charities in my life that I've really, or technically there's three, but there's two bigger ones now um, are Sick Kids um, and Sunnybrook Hospital. Crazy mm -hmm. hospitals. And it was just because an experience that I had that, you know, brought my loved ones to those places that literally, well, like one of them, like really gave my aunt a second chance. She had a stroke and Sunnybrook was just doing some amazing research at the time, some amazing interventions that allowed her to come out of it with her cognition still intact, which mm -hmm. is, you know, even a few years prior just wasn't possible. But it was because, you know, through their fundraising efforts that, you know, from people like, and it doesn't have to be much, like, it could be $5, you guys, $5 from, you know, five people, that's money. Like this money can be, can be, you know, projected for it. Like, think about it like this, right? $5 for a $25 advertisement can bring in 50 million bucks. And that's not a joke, mm -hmm. especially in this yeah. day and age with digital ads. Yeah, so, I feel that. And, and you, you just brought that out. Yeah, I, I would agree with those two as well. I've had an experience with Sunnybrook. They were amazing um, with, with, I knew somebody who had been paralyzed and he um, did very well in their program. And uh, I was born in Sick Kids Hospital. I was the first baby born there. So that's just a synchronicity. What? I know, right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> what you, wait, 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 what? Okay, wait. Explain, I gotta listen, explain, I'm listening. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, my mom, apparently didn't know she was pregnant and she went in and had me and there's a underground tunnel to the hospital which i cannot remember the name they brought her to afterwards but uh yeah and she was underage so she was in the children's hospital so yeah they were not used to a baby that was born at that size because they would get the you know icu babies so yeah there's a picture i have a picture somewhere i don't know where it is right in the moment but yeah there's a picture i've shown uh, Dr. Yu, I think it's an interesting synchronicity between us because, yeah, I mean, you know, I've thrown some money in, in the jar for them because I'm thinking, hey, you know, and my husband actually had a stay at Sick Kids Hospital. Um, at the same time, I was at a different hospital. We didn't know each other then. We were like children. So there was like more synchronicities just to build. <laughs> Sorry, that 
wow. <laughs> so the kids, I know like for if people are listening to this that aren't from Canada, yeah. Toronto is like literally one of the most famous research. It is for sure international. So they do take uh, children internationally. Uh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So like that, I don't want to say it's like our pride and joy, but it's like, you get what I'm saying? It's that stature of a hospital and they've done clearly some amazing things. You get what I'm saying? I mean, for like, I don't, is there another international hospital for children? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't know either, but I don't think there is one as po most popular as the kids. And yeah. just personally, like you said, from personal experience, uh, the how I was treated there was second to none. You get what I'm saying? And they're going to be a charity that is always going to be in my heart. I'm always thinking about them. Right now they have, you know, a couple of campaigns going on. Um, the sick kid, uh, it's VS, you know, the sick kids versus where they have the kids in like all these like cool poses, just, you know, because mm. they're literally, there's kids there that are in the fight for their life. And sometimes that's all they need is a little, you know, and the money that we pour into, you know, that type of institution, like, trust me, they're using it for good. It, it's not being wasted. So yeah, that, those are two of my biggest ones. My, my third one is um, Scott Mission. And again, Toronto, because I grew up in Toronto. I was born in Toronto. Scott Mission is actually, it started off as uh, a male shelter. And what they did is one of the couples there ended up starting a summer camp for kids um, who just didn't, you know, for kids from the inner city, as they call it. Uh, right, so I just couldn't, like I would never ever have the opportunity to attend camp if it wasn't for a Scott Mission. Mm -hmm. and to this day, like when I say the best memories of my childhood was at Scott Mission Camp, even though I might've pretended and said that I hated going, like anybody, every child that I know that went there had the most amazing experience. And that was, it was literally something that you can go to, like my mom could sign us up and you didn't have to pay a thing. All down to like, you know, sometimes like you need stuff for like, you know, to go to camp, like you're gonna need, you know, blankets and a suit, like they, they took care of everything. And I've never met anybody, you know, who's actually been like, yeah, I get to Scott Mission, but clearly it's a charity that's still going on. So like those, those three places are the places that like, you know, maybe it's just the way, you know, the universe works, but those are my three big ones. So like you said, I mean, everybody has something that's clear and dear to their heart. Um, I know my friend um, who's a dog person who still fosters dogs. And these are dogs from literally all over the world that, you know, they funnel in through a Toronto charity. I can't remember the name. I can add it to the comments later. And, and like, that's her thing, you know, that's where she gets the most joy. And me personally, I couldn't do it. You know, I've been afraid of dogs since a child. <laughs> I'm not doing it, but I, I'm like, thank God there is somebody like you, you know, who knows how to treat these dogs. So sometimes these dogs come from, you hear the stories and the packages that come from them. And you're just like, how, how is this going on in the world? And then like, I remember I asked her, I'm like, wait, if you couldn't do that, then what would happen? And then she looked at me and she'd be like, they would like, you know, they gas yeah. them essentially. I don't even know if that's the proper term, but. Uh, yeah, just, I know what you mean though. It, it was a huge thing. And I was just like, whoa, like lucky for us, you know, I'm, I, I'll give to hospitals 
and yeah. she'll, you know, she'll protect the kids and together. And people who, uh, who don't see the separation, even with animals, even with plants, like they see, you know, as opposed to somehow some hierarchy, we always keep building this hierarchy of animals and people. And I, I never really grasped that. I kind of think, you know, we all just are beings, <laughs> but we're all here together. We might as well take mm, care of each other. Beautifully put, you know, it makes, I, yeah. Yeah. Dog so in life. essence, I, I think we agree, you know, whatever you're doing, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, like, it's going to be something, it might not even make sense to me. I'm just like, huh? What? You yeah, right? no, I'm thankful because sometimes it's that thing that you don't know about, you know? Yeah. Like I would never, I, I lawyers, never lawyer stress relief program or something. <laughs> it, it can literally it be exist. Anything. <laughs> Somebody was talking about um, a charity for people with um, developmental needs. Mm. And that's not something that I come up against, but it's just like, oh my God, thank God that you're into it. So I'm more aware of it. Oh. Will I give my energy? Not necessarily, but here, you know, here's some, you know, money. I don't know what it's going to do, but that that's what I can do in the moment. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And now oh, you hear yeah. that like, okay, wow. it just makes you more aware. Like, oh, wow. You know? And it's just like, all these people who are working on these little, and I, like, I'm just saying little, but like, not necessarily like all these people working on these different projects and it's allowing the world to run in a way that essentially we're all, hopefully mm. we're all being taken care of in some yeah. capacity. All threads of one web. Right. And yeah. that I think is the message of charity. Mm. I think that's well put. Maybe we should end that because that's really good. <laughs> Fair enough. Are you sure you don't want to add in any more? I know. No, like I, I'm blessed. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for joining me on this. Another you. Mm -hmm. second episode, man. And it felt good. As always, much love. <laughs> so, I mean, now I'm hungry. <laughs> I remembered water at least, so. Oh my god, I, I my water, but it's all good. <laughs> you know, there's a charity for clean water too. You get what I'm saying? <gasps> yeah, that's it. So there's a charity for everything because, you know. I mean, the I basic building block of life. <laughs> We're all water. <laughs> clean water is a blessing. And not everybody has access to that. And I'm glad for the person who, you know, who takes that seriously. Because... How close are we? Like, it could have been, you know, just like that. We could have been born on that other side. That's and all the things we take for granted right now, you know, are a luxury to some other people. Like, water, right? Even now, like, internet, Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Right? Where kids who are struggling to do online schooling because they don't have free access. Yeah, so I think it was the prime minister, a politician said that, that it's a basic Canadian right. It should be a basic Canadian right. They're working on some kind of universal program now. I think that's interesting. So somebody's that's on it. <laughs> it absolutely should be. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. it is. It, it, it should be. Because if, yeah. if you can't get your education, you can't be in class. Like, how else are you supposed to learn? And then we say that education is a right to kids. Mm, mm. Right? But yeah, so any way mm. you can, you know, in the little ways, in the simple ways, in the big ways, you guys go do something beautiful today. All right? Thank awesome. you, Sherry. For Thank this you. Honestly. <laughs>
something to stick in my heart. Now, anytime I, I have probably a couple winter jackets, let me know when you're doing your next drive and I'll, you know, I'll oh, get them over to you. That's awesome. All right. You're the best. I love no, you, Shadra. <laughs> I didn't even know I could do something like that. I was just going to probably throw it out. I didn't even <laughs> think about it. But thank you for bringing that to my awareness. Awesome. Thanks for being a part of things. I mean, come on. That's connectivity. <laughs> love it. All right, man. You have a good one. Out.